Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. On today's Power of Prayer podcast, I have two conversational partners with me. I have Jay Geary, who has been part of our conversations before, and I have Melissa Finch, and this is her first time with us. And so we're so glad for this time to share together. And a a common thread that each of us have is that we have all received prayer ministry. So that is the the conversation that we're going to share with you today, Uh, just the value of that, the, the, the blessing that we have each received in receiving that. And we've all had a different context that we've um, had prayer ministers meet with us. And so we just want to talk through a range of different experiences. Um, but I, I think first and foremost, we should talk about just the beauty of what it means to receive prayer ministry and the, the blessing that we've gotten from that. So if either of you want to share a story of where you've received a blessing when someone has prayed for you. And I see Jay is encouraging Melissa to speak first. <laughs> so I am. Step out. Oh, goodness. Well, um, you know, we've had, obviously, have had, as you guys know, a lot of health issues and with, with Al's cancer journey and even on the, uh, on the autism journey with Alex. And uh, definitely, you know, the, you know, with Al especially, the diagnosis he was given was really a death sentence within a year, you know statistically. Um, and so, you know, we, uh, really went immediately to our, our church family, to all saints, to Reverend Kathy and father Reed and OSL for, you know, for healing or for prayer. And, um, you know, obviously it was not a, an easy journey, um, for Al, but he certainly made it look easy. Most people didn't know that he had about <clears throat> had that that battle that he was battling cancer all those years and in fact when people did know particularly in his industry they were shocked like you know like Al I would never have known that you know you've been doing this and and battling this and um obviously you know um uh, pretty much I would say every Sunday that you know when we were in we were in church you know Al would not hesitate to go up to the uh to the altar in the chapel and receive prayer from um, from the Order of Saint Luke um, Ministry, and uh, you know we we often said that uh, you, you know after you know obviously we know Al has since passed. He went with the Lord in June, but uh, you know that was one of the first things that you know when Gavin and I talked. You know when I had to tell him that the the news that Al had passed away, I just said you know Gavin. I said, we were blessed with eight years. You know, most people don't make it past a year with that diagnosis. And God gave us eight years, you know, so we're very thankful and blessed because, you know, All Saints uh, definitely answered a lot of, helped us in our, in our worship and our prayer and, and helped us with, with getting a lot of our prayers answered. And I do believe that, you know, those, those years were miracle years. Those Mm -hmm. were not years that, um, you know, that he just suffered through because Al really did find peace and joy throughout that entire time. He he was mostly, um, 
mostly at peace and and was very joyful and enjoyed his life and and that definitely comes from you know the peace that god gives us when we have to go down uh, this very difficult path mm-hmm. thank you melissa um i'm glad you shared how long from the diagnosis it was eight years and and i would say anytime that i um would get a report an update from al there was that sense of peace. Um, of course, lots of times that would be because, you know, there was this positive report that everything's clean and, and all's going well. But, you know, even if he's coming up to receive and um, there's some weightiness, there's still a sense of God's got this. God is taking care of him. Yes, um, absolutely. And so that can be one thing that you would receive from prayer ministry is that sense of God is taking care of you. God is in the midst of this yes. situation. And, and that for me, I know um, I I really grasped onto one, uh, you know, one one of the uh, proverbs was was one that I just leaned into, and it was trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not in your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And mm-hmm. that was like the from day one, that was one that I just leaned into. Okay, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds our future, and we just have to just you know, lean in and trust. Amen. So prior to us um, going live with our conversation, there was a a point about uh, openness. So Jay, you were saying, um, you didn't quite use that language, but you were talking about uh, people that were willing. You were at Talbot House and you were part of a prayer ministry team, but you saw people that knew that someone was there to pray and there was this openness that something would happen in yes. that prayer. Yes. And of course, we see that in Scripture as you have people alongside the road, they're calling out to Jesus. And it's because there's that sense of something can happen in this relationship. Do um, you want to say a little bit more about yeah, that context? Uh, just, on the Talbot House ministry, we don't have it anymore, but it, it, was, a, <clears throat> it was a major part of our, our uh, OSL ministry for a number of years when Paula Bykirk was uh, the director out there at Talbot House. And she was kind of a, um, I don't know how to say it, but she was very strict about the people who were at Talbot House coming to the prayer ministry that we had. It was every every month that had a fifth Friday, there were members of the Order of St. Luke, or certain ones of us, would go out to Talbot House and we would have um, uh, some singing and some praying and some, and then somebody would give a homily and uh, then at that point, uh, once, once we sort of st- set the stage spiritually for why we were there and what was going on, um, we would break up into prayer teams. So we'd be two to a team. And oftentimes, we'd have sometimes four, te- four teams out there. And uh, people in the, in the uh, audience, I guess, is the best way to describe it, people who were attending the, the service, um, these are folks who were, who were homeless, who were, who were basically at Talbot House for, for the Talbot ministry services for them. And uh, a lot of them, you know, let's put it this way, the folks who came forward for prayer did so very um, willingly. They embraced the opportunity to do it. Um, I remember in some of the some of the prayer encounters I had with folks, they were very open in terms of why they were there and, and almost in a confessional kind of way, telling why they were there and, and you know, I need this prayer, you know, whatever. They weren't they weren't playing games. I mean, they were there for 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 prayer, and uh, they, I guess, their faith led them to do that. Um, 
and certainly the people that we prayed for, uh, I think were were helped at least, you know, in some level. I don't know if, they, if their if their prayers are actually were, were you know realized by by the Lord, but um, you know we were led by the Holy Spirit to pray with them. They would kind of start the the, the discussion, saying, "This is why I'm here," and blah blah blah. And uh, then the Holy Spirit would kind of kick in and direct us how to pray, and we would pray for them. Sometimes, ten minutes, you know, in some of these encounters, they were they were not they're not a drive by by any means. And uh, I think that the people that came for prayer were were definitely benefited by it. At least that was my impression. And I think anybody who was out there at the time would would agree. I mean, we had some people who were in pretty bad shape come forward, and they asked for prayer, and they were not bashful about it. And they were grateful for it and grateful to God. And I think that was an amazing experience to see people who we were total strangers to, to us. Uh, we were not in a church per se, but we were in a, a service where the Lord was present and the Holy Spirit was definitely present. And he led many people to come forward for, for prayer. And I think that they're, they, they embraced the opportunity, I think is the, is the the word I want to use. They embraced it. And uh, I think that, um, I think it was very positive. I'm sorry that we couldn't continue it, but it, it was a very positive experience. And, you know, I just want to tell you, Melissa, that Al definitely embraced the prayer ministry. Yes, he was, he was amazing. He, his faith was so strong, I think, to start with. Mm-hmm. And when he, he came for the initial prayers, sessions that we had in in the chapel um he just ran with it and uh i never i never knew him to be the least bit nervous or doubtful or bitter at all in those encounters and uh i think that ex- the experience of of his faith i think plus the, the being in a, in a prayer encounter uh really was amazing. That's all I could say. It was amazing. It was a blessing to the people who were praying for him, as well. I hope for him uh, to to receive the prayer that we asked the Holy Spirit to give to him. So, yeah. Yes, his but. his faith was very strong. Absolutely. So this word faith keeps coming up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I'm thinking about just personal experience with that, knowing that I think we can all admit there are times when we're <clears throat> we're not feeling strong in that, like we're just hesitant. We've had too many negative things happen, so we don't trust in the same way. Um, and then there's other times when we just, it's almost supernaturally by God's grace that we sense, I just need to lean into this. I need to step into this. By faith, I need to ask for what God would say to me next. And I think that's what we just encourage anybody listening to this to just by faith, lean in, step forward, right? whether it's the Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 that it's encouraging us or some life experience or what our testimony would be. And right now I have James chapter 5 open, but um, thinking about um, when someone is sick, that you need to have someone pray for you. Like that's encouragement here. But verse 15 says, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. And um, so just kind of keep building the faith notches. Mm-hmm. instead of all the other things that you've seen. Well, this person didn't get the well the way I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. But what does God want for us? How can we just keep leaning into the faith of what he is saying to us? And and I think that's a large part of the prayer ministry, that there's this person coming by faith, and then a prayer minister who's there, who's listening by faith, and then 
coming together to see what God does in the midst of that. Right. Oh. I was also reading too this morning, um, doing a little Bible study on my own and, uh, I can't remember if it was Matthew five or six, but just that having the faith, like a child, that trust, that faith, you know, as a little child to come to the Lord, like a little child, that childlike faith, Mm -hmm. whereas an adult, you know, we tend not to trust because of whatever, you know, we're more uh, conscious of, of life and things that happen. But as a child, you know, you don't have those life experiences that might, you know, dissuade you a little bit. So Again, I try and remember that too, just being now, being on this new journey that I have without my husband and, you know, just me and the boys. So now I'm just, you know, I said, okay, Lord, you know, I, I trust you. And just having that childlike faith and just, you know, knowing that he's in control and yeah, it is hard, you know, to, to have that, you know, kind of complete surrender. I can't say that I'm there a hundred percent, but, you know, I, I'm just, just stepping out and, you know, just trusting God. Thank you. Well, I, th- I think the comment I wanted to make, leaning uh, based on your comments, Melissa, is that I think some people, including myself, when I first, I, I had never had healing prayer offered for me until I had cancer in 2004. And I had never had anyone pray for my health or healing at all in the whole time I'd been a Christian. And, I mean, some people say, oh, yeah, I'll say a prayer for you, you know, that kind of thing, but not not the kind of prayer that we're talking about where you come and 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 you basically put yourself in the hands of the prayer ministers and they and they will pray for you but um my first request for prayer uh when we had the the healing conference here in 2004 i came into the chapel and i, I was sick as a dog and i didn't know what to ask for basically and, and tim rice said well, what do you want jesus to do for you and my comment was i believe help me with my unbelief because i didn't know what to ask for, and I wasn't really sure of why I was there. I knew I was there, but I, I really didn't, wasn't sure what the process was going to be or how, this, how it was all going to be perceived by the prayer minister or, or the Lord or whoever. But um, I think that if you've never had people pray for you, um, one of the things I would I would recommend is that you just kind of fall into the into the experience. It's not scary. It really isn't, you know. And it's, you're not going from you're going for healing prayer. You're going to a loving God who wants to help you. Mm-hmm. And the people who are praying for you want God to help you. And you know, our our job is basically to pray for people, then get out of the way, and then let the Lord act. But a lot of people think. At least my impression is, is that some folks think that if you're going up for prayer, that somehow it, it's a judgment on your on you spiritually. You know, that I'm going up there, I'm going to get chastised or, or, you know, called out by the Lord. So that's not the case. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's meant to be a comfortable experience, even though it may be very emotional. Um, it's, it's there for your benefit. I mean, that's what God is, is, intends to do in that encounter. And uh, I, I would say that if you have any, any misgivings about coming forward for prayer, I mean, it's between you and the Lord, you know, and don't don't be shy. Don't be bashful. You know, God wants you to stand up and you know ask ask for what you want, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll he'll either answer your prayers the way you want or if you want he'll he'll answer it in some fashion. But I think the experience of being prayed for, in and of itself, is a, is a great comfort to many people. You know, to to hear that, and I th- and I think there is comfort in every prayer encounter. 
So that my, my, that's what my comment would be, that if you have any misgivings about coming forward for asking for prayer, don't, please. You know, it's, it's, it's free. It's there. Um, the Lord wants you to be healed. You know, that's just mm-hmm. what, what we're there for. And it's confidential, too. It's, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We're not going to put it on Facebook. Right? <laughs> no, nothing like that. We don't even tell to the next person. It's no, just exactly. in that conversation. Exactly. It's in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, Jay, I love how you, you talked about, so you went years and years, you're a Christian, and then you're confronted <laughs> with a, a physical situation that you realize, okay, I, I need some help with this. And yet then you still step forward and say, I just need help to ask for help pretty much. Right. right? right. And I think that that's the case for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, so it need not always be about a physical health situation. I encourage all sorts of, um, in a Bible study situation, if, if you just don't even know, you want to grow closer to God, but you don't even know how to, mm-hmm. then you start with a prayer, God help me know how to, right? You have to start somewhere. Exactly. And so um, that also, you can go to a prayer minister and just ask, help me to start. And you also can go to a prayer minister and not say very much at all. I tell people that as well, because as long as you are open to receive something from God, God can say something to the prayer ministers of what you need to receive in that moment. And so that's equally valid and and valuable. Absolutely. Yep. Now, thus far, we've talked about situations where um, we did mention Talbot House, so that was a unique setting. And then we've talked about um, people coming to our prayer chapel during like an 850 service or 1050 service. Um, But I think maybe all of us have had an experience where it's not been here, but we've been maybe in a home, we've been out visiting with somebody, and there's been prayer ministry. Um, So we want to encourage people, you can request it, you can request people to come to you. Um, I know Jay's been part of our ministry with uh, what we call lay Eucharistic visitor. And so he's taking Holy Communion out to someone at their home or where they are. Uh, so that's important. But do either of you want to just share a little bit about somewhere other than here that you've received ministry? Yeah, I would say that um, the, the lay Eucharist ministry is, is very important for those people that are shut in and can't get out. I know um, my in-laws, I know Jay used to bring communion to yes, my, my mother uh-huh. and father-in-law mm-hmm. quite frequently. And that was such a huge blessing to them. They, well, it was to know, me too. They were great folks. So, yes. Yeah. And, and that's just, just another, you know, outreach and another way to, you know, to receive the body and, and the Holy spirit. And, um, and I know that that just meant so much and they look forward, you know, to, to those visits from you and from the other, you know, um, ministry team that would, would come into the house. So, I just, uh, you know, there's so many resources at All Saints. We're very blessed. And all of these are really, you know, is, is such a gift, you know, that we have for uh, our congregation. So highly recommend people take advantage of those resources that are available to help you or your loved ones, you know, that can't get into church or that need prayer, that need, you know, healing prayer particularly as well. And and I have a person not connected with our church, but um, did was physically in the area for a while because family is in Tampa, and they just showed up at the church two years ago prior to Christmas. We ended up helping them with some um, gifts for grandchildren, but really she stayed in touch. She's in Kentucky some of the year, and she calls just for counsel and prayer over the phone, and. 
we can do that. <laughs> we can pray over the phone. I had a pastor, um, when I made a profession of faith, I was in my mid-20s. I was in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, but that pastor, you know, he would be talking with someone over the phone for a pastoral call. And then he said, can I pray for you, sister? Can I pray for you, brother? He just launched right into a prayer. He was not shy about it in any way. And I know that's not the comfort level for everybody, but um, that just informed me well. And so I offer that for people over the phone as well. And then we have the hospital ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's really important. And if, if you happen to be in the hospital, please put down on your on your intake sheet that you're a member of All Saints Church. And that way the, the uh, pastoral people at the hospital will, will let let you know, Reverend Kathy and Father Father Reed know that they're there and then they communicate that to us and then the prayer team will go out and pray with them. I mean mm-hmm. it's we're very respectful of, of people's privacy and people's, you know, situation there. Sometimes they're just not up for it. But you know, we're not we're not there as to force it down. You know, you will have prayer. But it's 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 there for for people who who want it. And I've never had a well, yeah, I have a couple of instances where somebody just didn't want prayer at all. They said, "No, go away." You know, whatever. Okay, fine. I'm not going to get offended by that. Mm-hmm. But but back to the openness. We want people. Yeah, we want people to be open. Yeah, okay. if you're not up for it. Tell us, yeah, that's fine. We'll still pray for you, but we don't necessarily have to do it, you know, one on one kind of thing. But uh, it's um, All Saints has has a lot of of resources to offer its parishioners and others, not parishioners. People just come in, and they want prayer. You know, they come to the healing service on Wednesday or or whatever. Um, we have a lot of resources from a lot of folks, from clergy and from uh, prayer ministers and from just members of the congregation who want to pray with you. To do that, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's an amazing dynamic, I think, uh, when you're involved in that because you just you, you you learn things about yourself and about others that are really important. I think in terms of just what God's doing in their life and what's God's doing in your life, and uh, it's a way of of hearing from from the Lord too. It's it's um, obviously because you're praying, but um, but I think it's it's a it's a resource that. I, I would wish. I would wish. I would suggest that people take really to heart here and mm-hmm. and use it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not going to add it to your bill or anything, like that. <laughs> but uh, it's it's there. It's there for the for the for the taking. I mean, God is offering it to you. Why not? Yeah. You know, no strings attached. I had a, a really good friend of mine that was diagnosed with breast cancer about ten years ago, and. Um, you know, I brought her to the healing service on Wednesday, you know, afternoons and and she loved it. And a few other friends, you know, would come uh, with us and uh, we, you know, pray with her and, and then also OSL. And, and um, she really appreciated that. So those are people that are not members of all saints, you know, people outside of the congregation. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it really is a blessing to, uh, to our congregation, but for people outside our congregation as well. So one last, um, point that I thought we might add because a lot of our healing conversation that we've talked about is related to physical healing. And I know that that's the biggest draw usually for folks that will come for prayer. But there's all sorts of healing that we can just have for, you know, your spiritual walk with your your faith journey, since we've already mentioned that faith is a large part of this and just being open, um, that we really would welcome anybody to, to just ask for that, you know, to grow in faith. Um, I do have people that will um, kind of fill that gap and think that if they just 
put more Bible study in there, that that will grow the faith. And yes, do Bible study. I'm not saying don't do that. But I, there's the spiritual component that I think is highly valuable. Um, so we would love to pray for people in that way. Um, there's also um, just a variety of emotional challenges that we might have, relationship challenges that, you know, having people pray for you about that. Um, so I think, think the gamut of what life brings you and someone can pray about that for you. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. Yep. Oh. Well, thank you both for our conversation. And we do pray that this will bless someone. So let me close this in prayer. Lord God, thank you uh, for what you brought to mind for us for this time of sharing, that it will bless and encourage someone who hears it, that they will be drawn closer to you, that they will be encouraged to step out, be brave, to ask for someone to pray for them, to be on a journey with them in their relationship with you. And just it draws the body of Christ together when we get to pray for one another, when we get to trust um, you first and foremost, God, but then trust our brothers and sisters in Christ. So we do ask for your blessing upon this conversation that it would go forth and encourage others. We pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.